Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast. My name is Daniel. I am one of your hosts today and joining alongside me today in person. We're back. It's only been two weeks. It hasn't been that long. (laughs) It hasn't been that long (laughs) at all. Joining alongside me today on the movie podcast. We're so happy to be here. It's Shabazz. What up everybody out there? I'm just one is quickly a yeah, yeah, yeah. Qu- question yeah what accent was that that was 1993's okay uh bronx accent okay that's good yeah, yeah. that's pretty good that's yeah. pretty solid anthony does not like it you can tell his eyebrows that was, have they met yeah. in the middle anthony's just like i'm an expert in all things yeah. bronx <laughs> accents that was not a bronx i've heard accent. of a bronx tale and you are no tale <laughs> sir <laughs> anthony how are you doing today i'm annoyed because oh uh Recently, James Cameron. Oh, thank God! James Cameron came out. He was coming for your accent. I think saying that he's remastered the Abyss. Okay, but he still hasn't remastered Through Lies, and that bothers me. But it's coming though. No, it's not. It should be. It it was announced. It should have been before the Abyss. (laughs) It should have been. But but he did the Abyss before True Lies. Yeah, but he also did Titanic before the Abyss, and that was no, he didn't. (laughs) Titanic after. After sorry, after the Abyss, but that was remastered before. It's true. It's true. But which one made two billion dollars at the box office? Right, but True Lies is better than the Abyss. It is, and and I'm tired of like True Lies better than Titanic. True Lies better than yeah, of course it's better. Than wow, oh, interesting. True Lies is so much better. I love True Lies, but I, I don't know if it's better than Titanic. True I love Lies Titanic is, though. It's so much better. You're just starting, dude. We're a minute into Titanic. the show, and you're you just hit throwing. the iceberg. You drown, and that's Leo it. goes gluk 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 gluk. Yeah, that's True it. True Lies. You have really cool sequences. Arnold Schwarzenegger, a jet fighter. That's I forgot the the end of the movie. <laughs> it's a jet fighter where the guy is attached uh, to the uh, rocket yeah, yeah, on, yeah, on, yeah, on the yeah, highway yeah. on the rocket. Yeah. No, that, that's that's the middle sequence. The, oh, yeah. That this is the one up in the in where the, the skyscraper is. Yeah, right. I got you, got yeah. you, got you, got you, got you. Yeah, but it's coming. Hey, man, it's coming though. So we know it will be arriving soon. It would be cool because we know the abyss is getting a theatrical release next week. It'd be cool if they do a theatrical release for True Lies. I hope they do. Because that'd be a great movie to see in theaters again. Yeah. Or yeah. first time ever, because I haven't seen mm-hmm. it in theaters. Yeah. You doing okay otherwise, though? Yeah. Okay. I just want to, yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure, man. I you seemed am... really upset. You, We were here before the episode started for a little while. You didn't mention how upset that this has been, this weight's been on you about But you know, James it's Cameron. just like, I'm tired of going underwater, you know? Like, all year last year was the water. You remember the friggin' submarine that, like, that was this year. Imploded? Sorry for the, you know, yeah, it yeah. was a sad event, but like, that was a big part of summer of. 2023 yeah yeah and then i just don't want to go ever underwater i, I think too because because like we, we've gotten so many releases of titanic we, obviously we had the the original release we had the 15 year one then we had the 25 year one mm. and every time it's like get ready to return to titanic and like, I'm like, i, I don't want to go to been. titanic yeah. I've been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know it didn't end well for them <laughs> it did not well end well for them. this is the main episode of the movie podcast so guess what if you love our banter from our interviews and <sighs> oh from boy. our reviews get ready this is like a whole episode of that yeah not so, banter. Well, there's a lot to talk about today on the show, so we're going to get to all of that and more. But we want to remind you 
This is the Movie Podcast. You can catch brand new episodes all throughout the week. We have lots of new episodes, lots of reviews, and lots of interviews coming your way. This week, we have some really cool interviews dropping. You know, maybe maybe we give the people a little taste of who's to come. Shay, who is our special guest tomorrow on the Movie Podcast? Sorry, I just want to... You're doing the Last of Us soundtrack? Is Gustavo Santanala joining us on the Movie Podcast tomorrow? He is not joining us, but you know who is? Who is? Someone very close to Gustavo. Who's probably shaking hands with Gustavo? I would hope so. Who's probably hugged Gustavo? It's all possibilities. Bella Ramsey. Bella Ramsey is joining us on the movie podcast this week to talk all about Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget, which is also out this week on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Not The Last of Us. (laughs) Not not The Last of Us. But we do talk a little bit about The Last of Us, of course. We have to. We have to. We have to. Um, And later in the show, we will be talking a little bit more about the Armand Clay shortage that happened. Do you remember that big scare that happened this week? So we'll be talking a little bit more about everything that happened this week and last week in movie news, including some really big stories that we'll get to very, very soon. Mm. But like I said, this is the movie podcast. If you want to follow us, see everything that we're up to, make sure you follow us on all social medias, on Instagram. Instagram, on X, on Letterboxd, on TikTok, at The Movie Podcast. That's the best place to see all of the incredible videos and posts and everything that we have going on. Also, if you want to see a video version of all of the interviews that we do, make sure you follow us and you, uh, you, we subscribe. You subscribe. We already subscribe. I, I haven't subscribed yet. Should I subscribe? You should subscribe. Okay, you should I'll definitely subscribe. do it. But make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. We just crossed a huge milestone. Anthony, what did we just cross? Uh, we crossed 3,000. 3,000 subscribers. Yeah. So we're growing a lot on YouTube. We want to keep growing there. We know you love the audio versions of this show. We have a, a huge audience there. So if we could just take everyone who listens to this episode, go and subscribe on YouTube. We'll be at like 4 million deep. We'll be Absolutely. one of the, the big, big YouTube channels. Biggies. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That'd be amazing. So go on and do that. Um, we have lots of giveaways going on right now too. It's the holiday season. So we're giving so many movies, so many movie tickets away. So make sure you go join our social so you can see everything that we have coming up and more. Mm-hmm. But speaking of giveaways, I want to ask you guys, in the honor of the holiday season, we are all buying gifts for our loved ones, our family, our friends. What are some holiday gift guide ideas that you want to throw out there for the good people to to buy some gifts? Anthony, you shut Praise up. Praise the Lord, Anthony. What Anthony, you just like, I actually just want to pause so I could cough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> are we ta- so? Are we talking about just movie gifts? Or? Movie, movie entertainment gifts. I put the Nintendo and the PlayStation guides in there too. If there's yep. anything you want to suggest, but uh, uh, I think one of the best things to if they're a real big movie lover and and uh, if they love eight two four. A24 shop is really, really good. Mm-hmm. You're in Canada, the TIFF Lightbox, make a, a trip of it, go down. They have a bunch of A24 shirts and, and pins yeah, and, and hats, hats and, and really and, nice stuff. Yeah. Even the all, books. Yeah. And the books, all the all the scripts for like uh, Minari and, and uh, Ex Machina. Machina. I'm looking at it right now because you gave me the Ex Machina one yes. for Christmas years ago years ago and i have it on you'll, you'll see it in the background of our videos it's it's a beautiful book beautiful beautiful work they put into that yeah and they have i think this year they have a really cool card set with all the like an actual playing card set yeah with all the movies from a24 on a deck of cards which is such a cool stocking stuffer uh, i think right now it's sold out though but hopefully it comes back keep, keep an eye out right keep an eye out but yeah. you know if you're in the states Please go check that out. Also, um, the Academy Museum, uh, something I've just been more aware of from la- from going to the Academy Museum and going on that tour. They have a huge amount of stuff that they do with with Christmas. So they have a bunch of like Christmas themed movie sets, uh, Christmas themed movie 
uh, merch. So that's that's a a big one for me because I I was recently looking at uh, a really cool Christmas tree, but it was like a Nightmare Before Christmas, and they had a, a, a like a diorama that was on their website. Uh, another one, Panavision, as well as IMAX. Those are great, um, you know, places to find merch, especially if they're huge movie lovers. I like the Panavision shirts because they actually just has the logo of Panavision and IMAX. I think you guys recently bought an IMAX sweater. We did, yeah. So we right? got we got the IMAX sweater. Speaking of Oppenheimer, though, how could we not tell you to go? buy a copy of Oppenheimer. Buy a copy of Oppenheimer. <laughs> Be it on 4K, Blu-ray, or digital, it's available now. Uh, we are running a giveaway for it right now, too. So if you want to win a copy either for yourself or for a loved one in your life and you want to give them the gift of... Just one. one just one. one. Just one loved. If you want to give them the gift of Oppenheimer, well, we may be able to give you a chance for that. Ooh. It reminds me of, like, you know, in uh, Jingle All the Way, when they are, there's a radio contest to win yeah. a Turbo Man. Yeah. That's basically us right now with copies of Oppenheimer. Come on down to Daniel's place for Oppenheimer. Like that. Arnold Schwarzenegger breaks People in here like, and just like, give it to, it. Give it to me. Give it to me now. That was our Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was very good. Was it last year we did Jingle All the Way commentary? Oh, year before that, maybe? I think last year we did uh, Santa Claus. Last year we did the Santa Claus, you're right. Yeah. year before that yeah. we did Jingle All the Way. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. That was a good time. That was fun. Shay, what do you got for uh, some gift suggestions for the good people? Gift suggestions, man. Hey, look, here's the thing. If you, uh, Anthony nailed a lot of them. I, I think a great place to kind of start as well is Etsy. Uh, be careful though with Etsy right now. The moment is they're really busy. A lot of people that make stuff on there are pretty rammed, slammed, I guess, yeah. rammed and slammed. So a lot of stuff that you're looking for that maybe is movie memorabilia or something related to film, great place to kind of go. Just type in something that the person loves, like if it's a certain movie or whatever, and you can probably find a hundred different things that mm -hmm. are related to that um, there. Uh, there are great cookbooks out there. I know that I've gotten some from you guys. Daniel, you gave me the one from uh, Babish. The Watch What You Eat one? Watch What You Eat. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, yeah. and then Anthony, you gave me the movie Cocktails book that you know, allows you to make movie cocktails. And yeah. also Netflix has a great cookbook out there as well, where you can make meals based on binging movies and, uh, and the like. So a lot of, a lot of great stuff there. Uh, I'm trying to find, there's this place that I just saw in Toronto. I think Anthony, you sent it to us. It's a chocolate store that makes movie themed chocolate. Yes. I, I don't remember the, I remember the, the name store, either. But it, yeah. It's like, their license or some sort of connection oh, to these so cool. movies. So Where is it in Toronto? That's what I'm trying to find. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm trying to find. We don't know a name it, or location. Do you, you remember where you sent Probably it? Probably messages. Is that messages? Yeah. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll take a look. But, um, I'll come back. We'll and we'll have like back Harry back. Potter stuff, a bunch of movie themed chocolates. So oh, yeah. Another really cool idea to, or you can make your own. Like you can yeah. go on Amazon and make your own chocolate. I with, like that. Like, you know, stenciled out characters give the gift of something you made yourself which i think is was a great idea i think make a movie make make a movie make, make a, movie. a movie for somebody yes sounds a little creepy yes is it yes i made this movie but for i you. think people would maybe weirdly appreciate what, it what would you give what gift of a movie would you give me daniel what that you made of, um i would literally just what i think the perfect gift for you is that i would take every single scene from goodfellas that we send each other as oh. a meme or as a gif of Joe Pesci either being like shot or you know beating up the guy in the bar <laughs> um, and I would well, anything right and I would just recreate it with me being the one who's getting the hit you that know what I mean that would be really good so I, I would do that and I would shoot it and I would get somebody who looked like you because I wouldn't want it to be you I would get somebody who looks like you so I'd call up uh Zachary Levi yeah. or uh <laughs> Eli Roth Eli Roth or who was the other one that we um 
Uh, Zachary Quinto. Zachary Quinto yeah. or, or Mike Shinoda. Or <laughs> Mike, Mike Shinoda. Shinoda. Yes. You know, Mike we'll, Shinoda. We'll, we'll call, call up one up. of your variants to kill me. And then you'll be like, oh, this is the greatest gift ever. That would be an expensive like endeavor i think just to get be. all these superstars but yeah. uh, i would maybe i'll do that. it like what was what was the film that uh the m- m- imagine the one that heath ledger did then then you had a bunch of other actors the, the imaginarium of dr parnassus that's the one like i would do it like that where every scene it's a different one of them but i was like oh who's anthony at this who's anthony this time who's anthony this time i do that's like so that funny. um but yeah i don't know i just thought of that like on the spot right now but i think it would be a great gift that's a, a phenomenal gift i would probably you would cherish that forever and yeah, watch it every day. You'd play it like the last thing you watch before you die. You'd be like, play the tape. Give me, the, give me the tape yeah, of Daniel I, dying. I, yes, <laughs> and I'll be like, okay, I'll as play I, it as I go to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that, man. Uh, <laughs> you definitely ain't going up. Your elevator's going straight down. Damn. Did you find it? I'm still looking for it. Shay is still looking for it. But yeah. while Shay is looking, I will tell you, uh, we are big fans of Lego here on the Maybe podcast. Uh, Insta messages. Maybe. Good. Oh, it sounds okay. like it may, could be an instant thing for sure. Um, we're big fans of Lego here on the movie podcast. So uh, I, I look around and I see all the Lego sets that we have. And there are so many incredible movie related ones. The Home Alone one, especially with it being Christmas themed. Um, that's one of the best Lego sets that I've ever built. It's one of the most fun I've had building a Lego set with all the, the details. Uh, I'm looking at the Doctor Strange uh, Sanctum Sanctorum right now, which is really cool. Um, there are so many amazing Lego sets from Star Wars, from Marvel, from DC that you could give somebody and from whatever price range you're looking at, there's a, a Lego set for everybody there. And especially for adults, I think Lego especially has been marketing a lot more towards adults in the most recent years. A lot of their sets say 18 plus, which always makes me like, oh, Pretty adults much only. all say 18 plus now. Yeah. But I mean, like, no, like fun for kids of all ages, but also like there are some really intricate ones as well, too, that you'll have a lot of fun uh, doing. Um, we spoke about Oppenheimer, obviously, but if we're looking more on the entertainment side, uh, there was an incredible game that came out in October that we had a lot of coverage for, and that was Marvel Spider-Man 2, which, which is available now on PS5. So if you have a gamer in your life who somehow has not played Spider-Man yet, you know, give them the gift of Spider-Man. Mm. Spider-Man 2, uh, you can bring them back to Miles Morales. We, uh, the Deluxe Edition will come with the remastered of the first game. So there's a lot of great games that you could play. I mean, Super if Mario Bros. Wonder. Super Mario Brothers Wonder is the next one, the next one I was going to go to. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. There's some huge heavy hitter games this year. I mean, you look at the games that are all nominated for Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. Mario Wonder, Spider-Man, Legend of Zelda, they're all on there. So there, whatever venue you go down, there's a lot of um, options out there for the, the gamers of your life entertainment. Shay, you have the name of the place. I have the place. We have the name. This was sent in our group chat. Yes, it was. The Grand Order of Divine Sweets. They are in Toronto on Queen Street, actually. Sorry, it's called the Grand Order of Divine Sweets? The Grand Order of Divine Sweets. I'll be honest with you, dude. That's the most badass name I've ever heard of in my I life. I know, right? So they have movie-themed uh, chocolates and confections of all kinds. Cakes, it looks like, as well. Uh, wow, there's a picture. The first picture that I'm seeing on here is ridiculous. Look at this. It's a lady with a rolling pin balancing, balancing on her on, chin on with her a chin cupcake on top. And a cupcake on top. It sounds like we're making that's this like up. A, that's a metal rolling pin. It's a metal rolling pin, it too, so it might be impaling heavy. her, for all we know. <laughs> we we, we don't, don't know. No, we don't know for sure. Uh, but yeah, that's, those are some of the ideas that we had. I yeah. think. Is, is there anything else that comes to mind for you guys well, like, that you want to talk about? Books are always good, too. Like, books if are you, wonderful. Like, we talked about... Posters, themed, too. Uh, posters, too. But so themed uh, books related to food. But also like just history of stuff. I, I remember last year I got you the um, Godfather. Godfather. Yeah, Godfather. The Godfather book, yes. in, in just portrait form. So it's literally yeah. all portraits of 
the characters or the people who were part of the Godfather. So little things like that just add value to like your home decor and just trying to create. Like, you know, you don't want you don't want to have like a big wall of DVDs behind you, like some people we we see on on wherever we see them. But you want to still have like that idea of I love film, but I don't need to like make it a mess in the back. Yeah, there's there's a lot that you can uh, that you could have on your walls i mean my walls have evolved a lot over the years like i went from having the wall of movies to books and now i just have random like lego sets and other books and kind of display them in a different way now which which i really like something i also um want to shout out is we have our good friends over at laird butter yeah yeah um they have obviously great posters on their website but they also have great magazines mm-hmm. um i don't know what's in stock at the moment but if you go to the website lairdbutter.com take a look uh, if you can't find the physical version of the book you're looking for, don't worry. There are digital versions available as well, so something you can gift to people alongside the physical book. If they don't, if they don't want a physical book, they'd rather have something digital to keep on them. That's available along with a lot of different great art prints. So definitely recommend checking them out as well. Definitely. I mean, let us know. We'd love to know what you suggest. So if you have a suggestion for us, write into the show. Email us at, at hello at the moviepodcast.ca. Give us your gift guide suggestions because we are officially. A month until Christmas. Like we are four weeks away at this point, which is wild to think how close we are. We have some Christmas movie reviews that are going to be coming out very soon. We have some interviews. There's a lot going on here in the movie podcast. So make sure you tune in for everything and more because we're going hard right into the holidays. Mm-hmm. And then we'll take some time off because like just like Santa, like after Santa has, you know, his one night, he takes a year off. That's going to be us, but we get one night off. You know what's crazy though? Yeah. Every Santa movie where he gets like you know, stuck or trapped or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's delivering those gifts so slow. And he's always <laughs> in the States when he's doing them, by the way. He always gets stuck when he's in the States. Mm-hmm. There's no way he's doing it one night. So I, I always think about all the lost time, right? Because they're like, Santa, we got to get you back because yeah. you have to, the rest of the gifts to give. Yeah. But then it's just like, dude, you spend so many hours with this family. Yeah. You help them discover the, the magic of Christmas. It's already daytime in like North Korea. Right you know now. what I mean? So like, I hopefully you got there in time. Yeah. Can Santa fly over North Korea? No, I'm just, like, uh, it is, it is, it's fine. He can, he can fly. I yeah. thought it was a no-fly zone. He for has, him. he has the pass. Okay, okay, gotcha. He gotcha. has the uh, North Korea pass. Okay, <laughs> Nexus, I believe. Like if you, <laughs> you would, like you could, if you said, hey, you know, there's Santa Clauses for every continent. Sure, that's a different story. There's no way one man is being a, is able to deliver. It sounds like you sound like the bad guy in a Christmas like, movie right like now. Believer, <laughs> bro. But I don't give a shit if oh, it's magic okay. or not. Like. There's no fucking way oh, okay. you can deliver this is getting you really heated by deliver the way. presents to eight billion people. Okay, first of all, eight billion people aren't getting gifts. It's mostly children. Okay, well, I don't know how many and mostly, children. They're mostly like Christian, and, but, you know, Catholic children. You know, <laughs> they're mostly Catholic children. My yes. brown guys aren't really getting Christmas gifts. They're not waking up to Santa. Yeah, but like, well, a lot of people believe in Santa, no matter the the background, because Santa's not like a like Santa was started like St. Nicholas and ah. stuff, but like Santa's like, an, it's like a, a North America. Sure. It's a North American thing, right? You know, it's, yeah, it's also sure. a European thing. Yeah. But this like my, but my mom only like, well, I think of my parents, my parents only started hearing about Santa more and maybe now because of the internet and stuff, right, but like right. my parents growing up, it was like, Oh, it was baby Jesus. that left the gifts. You know what I mean? It wasn't, yes, it wasn't yeah, Santa yeah. until 1950. They, until like baby the, Jesus doesn't have a credit card. He can't go buy gifts. He made them dude. He made, he made you, the gifts. your Game Boy? Yeah, he made... Well, not for my mom. The Game Boy wasn't out yet. Oh, oh but like, what uh, was the toy back then? Uh, I think just like uh, like uh, a wooden an block. Abacus. Uh, an, abacus. <laughs> an, an abacus. Your mom listening to this episode right now just 
crushing her abacus. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> so, crunching the figures, we get a speed of 4,750,882 kilometers per hour. That's what Santa would have to do to go. Uh, yeah, dude. He's, to no, he's not doing it. He's no. not doing it. And then deliver, every child in the and world. And not every house has a chimney now. Yeah, yeah. Guess what, There's kids? Just, it's impossible. There's no Santa. No! Impossible. <laughs> it's better off just to hit it, like, literally snap his fingers and everyone gets the gift. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that. that's what he does with technology He's probably now. out there now. He's probably at that stage now yeah. in his life. You guys will, yeah. will, will he's snap. He's too old. And I'm like, I don't feel like he would spend too much time in the States. No, he wouldn't. You know, like most of those kids are bad. Damn, a lot of coal. Eh? <laughs> a lot of those kids are bad. <laughs> I just feel like, just yeah, like, there's a lot of... Coal's pretty useful. Just crush it, make a diamond, you know? There you go. Isn't that how it works? Yes. I don't know much about stars or Wait. diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think if you pressure, you pressure coal, yeah. it can turn into pressure a diamond. Coal, yeah. Let us know right into the show. Let us know. If Let you're us a, a dime, diamondite. Di- dynamite? Dynomite. <laughs> That's isn't the name of <laughs> it's your dog's name, Shay. Dino. Dino. Yeah, my dog Dino. Do we have any mail-ins, any questions, anything we, that we want to read from the good people before I'm we get to our news? Out, I'm gonna read out some comments that we've been getting on spotify please we do keep saying hey we're gonna read these out anything on youtube that you guys remember that was was good to shout out nothing I, that we want to share stuff is terrible nothing that we want to share right but now. let me let me read out some of the stuff that we got on, on the, please do yeah our marvel's spoiler free review okay? yes um so we have four comments here they're all really interesting say five comments in total four are very interesting uh and one of them is right on brand the first one is from someone named emily well said. There's a big difference between constructive criticism versus derogatory slash hateful commentary. I appreciate the movie podcast providing honest and respectful reviews while keeping this community friendly. Of course, this is in relation to Daniel. We were all speaking about the toxic attacks that the Marvels has been getting. Well, pretty much any movie starting women usually gets attacked by the internet, but the Marvels especially has been getting dragged for... Uh, being a fun film i guess i don't know people are hating on it for just the wildest reason listen and again as as we always said like there's a lot to criticize in in that film yeah. i think we can be critical of it but there's a difference between being critical and negative and Absolutely. being honest and being mean right that's yeah. what we always draw the line at yeah so you could be 100 percent critical of it but the comments that we were getting were not critical comments no. they were not um honest comments they were just people trying to dunk on this and movie, they were the movie came out so they were yeah. like people were like yeah this movie sucks and i'm like okay but it's not out yet yeah so what did you see um then they have someone named tanya saying tanya hodge i'm really grateful that you guys acknowledge the hatred and misogyny directed toward female-led marvel movies especially brie larson thank you for expressing that great episode someone else said danny savage said thank you guys for calling out the and i apologize for this this language fuckery so they're thanking us for that and then you have your Bach drown spending the first 10 minutes calling people toxic instead of focusing on the media shows it isn't about the movie. That's their voice, I assume, by the Sorry, way. Sorry, Ben, talking about the media? Yeah, I guess talking about... Does he, is he were, uh, and that's where you were like, okay, again, if you're going to criticize us, at least be specific about it. Yeah, but it's you know like also, mean? like, okay. come on, dude, like, you're literally the problem. Like, you don't see it? No. How do you, when you were typing that, weren't you like, maybe this is me? Yeah, and also we weren't criticizing our audience no. i think we were just talking about what we were, we're seeing we're calling like, out they, the toxic people that's what we, we were, were calling we were. out what we were seeing we weren't just putting a blanket statement on you everybody when, right you know when you listen to something and and they're calling it out and you might agree with it yeah you feel attacked yeah so of course that's why of course. people felt like i you know like that comment that we had about 
the guy on Twitter who said, "I've you know giving a giving us like this." I've been a fan since day one, and then now yes. I'm not. And now yeah. you're not. And we're like, oh, well, no, it's just thanks, it, it's just we like, lost you there. You clearly, we've, we've hit a nerve because there's something that inside of them they are expressing through these comments that they feel about a film that they haven't watched, or maybe they watch, but there's never a real criticism to what the movie uh, is and yeah. how you know how it was made it's really this kind of aura around the movie of okay it's three women right it's directed by a female composed by a female written by a female. like so right. there's a there's a lot of you know like i said i'm not a detective but i can You're deduce not. that you, you, you deduce know, there's like, something this is it. clearly is happening yeah uh i and then to be gaslit and said no 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 no, no this is because of the movie's bad like I wasn't a fan. Like I liked the movie, but I also don't think the movie was big enough to be on the big screen, and the story was wasn't sure wasn't great. But that's actual a critical feedback. Yeah, like, whoa, 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 yeah. dude! You're speaking to, do... to you're speaking like too level headed for, for us yeah. right now, personally. Yeah, you're usually too, you're too you're like, making too much sense. You're too, too much sense too much right sense. now. Yeah, but you know when you when you have that type of 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 uh, feedback for a film, right. that makes it so much better to to say. Oh, I I hate it, or it sucks, and you're you guys are losers. Yeah, and like because that's something that people can actually take back and work on. You can't take back that oh, this movie's woke or this movie is about women, and then be like, well, I guess we got to change these women into men. Like that's you can't do that. That's not an actual criticism that you can actually work on. Yeah, no so one's no one's wild. no one's ever told Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth or Chris Pratt, <laughs> hey, can you smile more? Yeah, yeah. You know what's uh, interesting? This episode is also going to piss people off too because you have some stories coming up. So don't worry, we'll be getting a lot of comments as well. Um, then we have the killer review that we did. Uh, this is the David Fincher movie. Someone said that we were too gleeful in it. <laughs> gleeful, yeah, too gleeful. Well, you know so what? Are we, like, one of the, are we one of the seven dwarfs? We want to be <laughs> sad or angry. I David don't Fincher films make me happy, even though they are in dark places. Yeah. And I'm just that's my character. Maybe we're just maybe like, we're, we're passionate about it. I'm yeah. a big fan of Seven. I'm a big fan of but the girl we, with the dragon tattoo. We'll be and gleeful and, though, I don't understand. I don't think we. Were, I think we were just like, hey guys, this is the I movie think we were we very excited for yeah. for this type of movie with David Fincher. Yeah, 100 because it's it's some we his last movie was Mank. Yeah, and it was a completely not. We were not gleeful about we were Mank. Not, gleeful not about Mank. David yeah. Fincher. So when you when we get someone who hasn't made a film like this in a really long time yeah. Yeah. making a film like this we are going to be and then someone happy. wrote brutally brilliant so thank you for that what was that for the killer yeah okay, okay and okay. then uh, i think i'll probably buy my last one that i'll do here is talk to me which is a little bit of an older one but we never read these ones and they're actually pretty good um plague heart wrote lovely review gonna check this out for sure jamie lopez jr i'm obsessed with this movie i watched it today with my friends and i'm gonna watch it again with my sister as a birthday present and then someone wrote, someone named Jenna Pearsall wrote, I thought the ghosts and the way they appeared reminded me of the 13 ghosts and how they looked. And I loved that movie when I was young. And that's pretty much about it. So yeah, some, that's some really cool comments that we got on Spotify. So again, if you aren't aware al already, if you're listening to this episode on Spotify, you can scroll down just a tad bit and you'll either see a couple things. You'll either see a Q&A or you'll see a, um, a poll that you can vote on depending on what the poll is that we're running. Uh, but yeah, leave a comment. Let us know. If you think the comments are anonymous, they're not. We can actually see everything about you. So just, <laughs> not, every, not everything, not everything about but you. But if you usually use your name, we can probably understand who you are. So a lot of people leave really hateful things, and it's like, okay, they're Joseph Smith. We know who you are, man. Like, be careful. So just, yeah, just if you're going to write any just hate comments. Just think before you write things. Yeah, think before you write. You know, that's that's that's, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. The, the world we live in, clearly, there's a lot of people who don't think or they do anything so at all at all so yeah it's the way our world turned a soap uh, opera 
Let's get into the news. A few news stories today that we're going to be getting into. Number one and number two are directly related, we think, but according to a studio, maybe they're not. Mm. Melissa Barrera dropped from Spyglass Media Scream 7 due to social media posts on Israel-Hamas conflict. This is coming from Anthony D'Alessandro of Deadline. Also, another thing that I've been seeing on social media and something that um, Shabazz, you'll definitely be able to speak to better than I can, um, calling it the Israel-Hamas conflict yeah where makes it seem like all of palestine is hamas and that is not a fact yeah so just maybe we could fix the headline a little bit let's get into the story yeah we'll break it down and then we'll get to all the statements spyglass's stance is unequivocally clear uh we have zero tolerance tolerance for and sorry i missed the first part here Deadline has confirmed that actress Melissa Pereira has been dropped from Spyglass Media's Scream 7 due to the reposts in her Instagram stories that have been perceived as anti-Semitic. As quote, Spyglass's stance is unequivocally clear. We have zero tolerance for anti-Semitism or the incitement of hate in any form, including false references to genocide, ethnic cleansing, Holocaust distortion, or anything flagrantly crosses the line into hate speech, reads a statement from a rep. Scream 7 director Christopher Landon weighed in with the following on Barrera's firing by the studio. This is my statement. Everything sucks. Stop yelling. This was not my decision to make. So this was all breaking. There was a lot of unverified sources where this Mm. was coming out, and it appeared in the physical copy of Variety in a little blurb that Melissa would not be coming back Mm. where she was dropped because of this. Outrage ensued, Mm. rightfully rightfully so. Because when you look at, okay, you're, you're letting go of an actor because of their 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 thoughts on something and then i was like when this first dropped i was like oh my god what did she say like which which, what could she have possibly have said and then you look at the statements that she's been putting out and you're like oh hold on a second these are the statements that i'm seeing everyone that i follow share because they are just statements of what is happening in the world and calling for a ceasefire and calling for peace and being critical of uh, the Israeli government of what's going on. And again, as we've said before on the show, and uh, people should hopefully know that whatever side you want to say that you fall on on this, no side is above criticism, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So to to call out thoughts on this, it's it's really it's really fascinating that Spyglass has now taken what has been one of the biz- biggest success stories in horror in the last couple of years with revitalizing the Scream series with Jenna Ortega, with Melissa Barrera and an incredible cast. And now basically derailing their entire franchise after this, the sixth installment, you know, broke records this year. Before we get to Melissa's statement, mm-hmm. Shay, I want, I want you to, to op- open up the floor, get the discussion going. Uh, we had an interview the day that this news dropped and you came over about 30 minutes after we found out about this. Yeah. And I saw it on your face. Oh, yeah. So where is your mindset right now? How has this been staying with you over the last few days? Look, I, I'm not going to go into the whole history of it all. I, I think there's enough information out there in this world um, where you can literally just read a book or pick up something online and, and really look, take a deep dive into it. People need to stop quoting, you know, 
really old ancient texts and just start looking at it plain and simple. You you look at the the statements of anti-Semitism that have now increased, and obviously we condemn any form of anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, any form any of race, racism, bigotry, whatever it is. I mean, you should know by our episode of the marvels how yeah. we don't like hates or any type of we real like negativity hate. or shady shit there's there's a time for jokes there's a yeah, time to be dark humor and everything and we're all guilty of it dark humor is something that we thrive on but when we're being honestly about seriously about this this is really really bad don't don't go out there and become anti-semitic or islamophobic or any sort of negativity around the world if you're going against Israel, you're going against Israel. It has nothing to do with the Jewish faith. No. So people need to stop that narrative, bury it in the ground. You're going against Israel. Israel is separate from their religion. They're not even going off their religion. But you look at this article, Daniel, that you have here. Melissa Barrera dropped from Spyglass Media. This is the same day also that uh, Susan Sarandon was also dropped from her agency as well for going to Palestine rallies and saying that Jewish people are getting a taste of what Muslims are now going through. It's true. Muslims, especially since 9-11, have always been terrorists. They've always been, okay, when a terrorist attack happens, you ask somebody to draw a terrorist, they're going to draw somebody wearing a headscarf. It's always going to be the case. You look at this article and it says, due to social media posts on Israel-Hamas conflict, it's not an Israel-Hamas conflict. They're not killing Hamas members. They're just, they're making Hamas members. Israel is killing a lot of people in Palestine. You look at videos online, this Gaza is, de is just decimated. It's just rubble. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think that you kill somebody's entire family that a child is not going to grow up and be like, ah, all is good? No, they are going to build hate and resentment. So you look at what's happening here and you, you see the bullshit that's kind of occurring. We need to stop dragging anti-Semitism into everything. Melissa Barrera, Susan Sarandon, anyone that has spoken out against this genocide have not said anything bad at all. They are literally asking you to stop killing people, plain and simple. That's it. Stop killing people. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out what genocide is. When you're, when you're wiping out a, a mass group of people, that's exactly what you're doing. You're killing millions of people. You're killing hundreds of people, whatever it is. Even if you kill one person, stop this shit. Please, if you're a Zionist out there, pause for a few minutes. Understand that your people are being hurt. But also look at the bigger picture of this. I know it's so easy to be like, well, I was born this way. I, w I, was, I was taught this way by Israel to be this certain way. I was taught by the media to be a certain way. And you might hate me. And I understand that. I, I, I totally get it. It's easy to hate me. Take some time. And for your own sake, just do some actual research that is, that is, that is unbiased. Really, take your time. Do the research you need to do. And you'll see that people dying shouldn't be happening. How do how do we trust what's on on the news? Like you can say, do you the can, research. You but can't you trust can't, us on the news. Can, you can't trust us on the news. Like I I can't trust anyone no. in this world. Like Jewish, Muslim, Christian, no, Buddhist. Like I can't. Like there's nothing unless I see it with my eyes. And I maybe went back 50, 60 years to understand. How do I know? You're telling the truth or they're telling the truth. Absolutely. Or who's telling the truth. But the only thing you can see from your eyes are people dying, right? You see right. that part, that, right? Yeah, that's that, that, that's, that, that to that's me is, proof, right? That to me is enough, right? Like and I you, even sometimes you don't even know, dude. You yeah. don't even know. Is that real? Is that right. a real person dead? Or is that just, a, uh, is it made up? Yeah. Is it something, footage from another war? Right. Is it like, 
What, There's where a do lot, you even and, go? and and I think listen, I, I, I this is a bigger to- conversation, and I and I want us to to, to focus back and, and and obviously not take away from from what you said either, Shay. But there's so much information constantly being thrown at us and there are so many people in this world and in the entertainment world who will will speak freely and i think at the end of the day like if someone is saying like if someone says something truly hateful mm-hmm. and true and, and truly like heinous yeah they deserve to be reprimanded yes but Kanye when you west 100 percent anti-semitism yeah i like Nazis, he said that. That's oh, a big problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did uh, not say that. No, no, no. He was, yeah, he was Kanye's quote. But it's like you, you see stuff like that, and you're like, yes, that is anti-Semitism. Stomp that shit out. Sure, Daniel. But but, but here's, here's really quickly. Yeah. Yes, that's anti-Semitism. Why is that? Whenever there's Islamophobia, no one gives a shit. But that's what I'm about to get to. Melissa Barrera speaking up, who is not even Palestinian. No, which we'll get to her statement right now. Speaking up for something that should be happening, a ceasefire, mm-hmm. and needs to, to, to end, that's when flags were raised, yeah. right? Melissa's statement, first and foremost, I condemn anti-Semitism and Islamophobia. I condemn hate and prejudice of any kind against any group of people. As a Latina, a proud Mexicana, I feel the responsibility of having a platform that allows me the privilege of being heard. And therefore, I have tried to use it to raise awareness about issues I care about and to lend my voice to those in need. Every person on this earth, regardless of religion, race, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, or socioeconomic status, deserves equal human rights, dignity, and of course, freedom. I believe a group of people are not their leadership and that no governing body should be above criticism. I pray day and night for no more deaths, for no more violence, and for peaceful coexistence. I will continue to speak out for those that need it most and continue to advocate for peace, safety, for human rights, and freedom. Silence is not an option for me. End quote. What a phenomenal phenomenal we response. stand by that statement 100 percent. now let's let's get into our next story which which is all tied together let's bring in the next part of this jenna ortega not returning for scream six due to wednesday adam shooting schedule this is also coming from anthony delisandro of deadline jenna ortega who was a linchpin draw in getting scream seven to the horror franchise's best opening grosses ever at 44.4 million stateside and 67 million global isn't expected to return for scream seven this has nothing to do with the fallout of Melissa Barrera's firing. We understand that Ortega's exit from the next Scream was discussed before the actor's strike. A script for Scream 7 is not ready yet, and the primetime Emmy nominee has to lead uh, has to he- head to Ireland for April to shoot the second season of Netflix's Wednesday, which will go into the summer. Additionally, Beetlejuice post-production SAG after strike had a few days of shooting in order to meet its Labor 2020 uh, sorry Labor Day 2024 release uh, theatrical release. So weirdly enough, the day after everything happened, with Melissa Barrera, mm. Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega play sisters in the series. Jenna announces she's officially not returning. Yeah, so. It's not connected, apparently. According to them. According to them. This is where Anthony's statement of who do, how do I trust, you know, the news or how do I trust anybody? I, you know what? I'm sure that uh, shooting schedules and everything are getting in the way. But Jenna Ortega is so big right now. 
I feel like any studio, especially a studio that, first of all, doesn't have a script yet, will fight tooth and nail and wait to get this person to be in their movie. It's not a long wait. It's up until the summer. Write the script, shoot the movie, and have it come out the year after. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, we don't have a shooting date for Scream 7. We don't have a script for we have a Scream. We don't have a script for Scream so, 7. So, like, you would think that... We haven't that, even signed people on yet. Th- I mean, this is not the end of, uh, obviously, of us hearing about this. I think there's going to be a lot of changes. We don't know what's happening with other cast members. Right. Or anything yet. We've heard people were signed on. Then stories coming out saying they're not signed on. Um, Jenna Ortega, in, in the past, has put on social media like supporting of of, of, of Palestine. Palestine so it's like who knows who, who do you know who to trust who to believe at this point all we could do in terms of right. why she's leaving right this is what the official statement of why she's leaving we haven't heard an official statement from Jenna or anything like that but that's the world this week that's what we've been what we've been getting and and I think you you po- you tweeted the other day, Shay, or you post you exited the other day, whatever they call it now. <laughs> exited. Uh, you exited that. Uh, you know, it, it, Melissa Barrera's posts goes to show how one post could go a long way. Yeah. And at the at the end of this all, there's a lot of education for a lot of people to go. So make sure you follow as as much as you can sources that you trust mm. and see what's going out there on in the world. Right. I, I I recommend following sources you trust and don't trust. And and I say that because you need to get all sides of the story 100%. And, and make your own decision i want to make it clear i apologize if i have offended anybody out there but also at the same time all i'm asking for is you to stop killing people that's it educate yourself stop a genocide from happening you're seeing it happen you're seeing people die it's it's so blatantly obvious it it's mind-blowing focus on the right things understand every side of the conversation and sorry really quickly you look at all this shit that's happened here, and then you look at someone like Noah Schnapp. Of Stranger Things. Of Stranger Things. Uh, plays Will. Why does that someone like that not get any single piece of criticism out there? They put Zionism in sexy and all that other shit that they put out there, and you now they're good with people dying out there. Why is that okay? Yeah, uh, Noah Schnapp was, was one, and Amy Schumer was another one who yeah. were posting some truly like horrible, horrible things. things, right? And that, they're actually being racist and bad. But then you have someone like Melissa Barrett who's saying, hey guys, please just stop killing people. Yeah. And it's like, oh, she's anti-Semitic. For what Melissa said, to be, you know, considered anti-Semite, to be considered someone who who hates a specific people, when I look at her, I do not see that. No. She has never promoted anything like that in her no. life. And she's just expressing how she feels and what she sees. And she's That's still posting today. absolutely ridiculous to be no you're going to get like, oh, we, we have a right to express our feelings, especially when we feel a certain way. But when Melissa said what she said, there was no hatred towards a religion or a people. She it's, just expressed exactly how she felt with what was happening. It's insane. Like you, you, You've been seeing people let go from their jobs. You've been seeing... I've had people come up to me or DM me literally saying, hey, thank you for speaking about this. I can't because at my work, if I say anything, anything about this, I'm fired. And I'm like, why is that never the case on the other side of things? Yeah, it's McCarthyism, right? I mean, that's that's exactly it. It's like you're, we're we're going back to a time where it's like if you speak out against yeah. something, you will be uh, you will be reprimanded for it, right? Yeah. Susan Sarandon, what she said, also not bad. It's true. Muslims right now are feeling it. We're all we're all really getting it. You don't. You're not. The, we're, not, you're we're, not, not we're, we're not allowed to. We're not allowed to. We're not allowed to. Because at I the should. end of the day, you are the terrorist. That's true. And, and it's sad. Like I, I, I wish there was another way of looking at the world, or the world, you know, just having a different idea 
um, of cultures and people and and how we just can just live normally. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's an idea. It also, it, it's an just, idea for sure. It's just it it boggles the mind. And I again, Susan Sarandon, and Melissa Barrera, they did not say anything to incite. No, Kanye West. Yes, he said has. stuff to incite. He said bad shit because he his hatred, the words he was using. He's anti-Semitic. He went through you know multiple to times. Nazis and yeah. all that. That's anti-Semite. Yeah, but then you know he'll say no, it's not. He'll gaslight you. Yeah, and it's just a lot of gaslighting happening with everything around the world, and it's just I feel like there was this this um, you know you express your feelings and someone's like no 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 no. no. That you have a problem with Jewish people. I'm like, no, I don't. No, no. That's not a problem. We, as we, we said, as we said multiple times we, on like, this episode, we have reviewed, we, we talked to, we condemn <laughs> anti-Semitism. We condemn Islamophobia. We condemn any type of hate because that is yeah. not who our show is. Yeah. What, what I, what I love what Melissa posted to her story after all this news was breaking is that she shared a, she shared a post that said, I'd rather be excluded for who I include than included for who I exclude. Yeah. Right. And I think that's like, it's, it's, that, that hits the nail on the head. That hits it there. But yeah, let's, there's, I'm sure there'll be lots more that comes of this in the, more. in the weeks to come. Again, at the end of the day, there's, there's so much going on in the world. And I think that like, yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about, we're talking about movies, we're talking about shows, we're talking about entertainment, we're talking about things that we love. Yeah. And you see things like this where you have someone who is just trying to be a voice, use your platform for good, and for them to be treated that way is, um, it is not right at all. Um, let's go on to the next story. So it's a big pivot because guys, we're going to talk about some clay right now because, hey. uh, Ardman confirms no need to worry about the clay shortage reports. This is coming from James White of empire. If the news out of telegraph about Ardman animation facing a critical shortage of the specialized clay they use to make their stop motion films has you feeling ready to lose your head in panic, like the hens of chicken run, then we're suggesting everyone calm down. Yes. The factory that makes a Lewis new plast clay that works under the hot seat lights and stands up to the rigors of animation process has shut down after Ardman bought out the remaining supply, which meant it only might have enough material to make one more film. But that's not the end of the story. Um, Armand confirmed on social media, we are touched about recent concern over the future of our beloved clay creations, but wanted to reassure fans that there is absolutely no need to worry. We have a high, we have high levels of existing stocks modeling clay to service current and future productions. And much like Wallace in his workshop, we have been tinkering away behind the scenes for quite some time with plans to place, uh, to ensure a smooth transition to new stocks to continue to make our iconic productions. Anthony, I know uh, you're a big fan of their films and, you know, seeing stop motion films is not something that we see as often nowadays, right? So it's, um, how, how are you feeling about the clay shortage being like something that they've already anticipated? Well, I'm, I'm glad that there's tons of clay for the next, however many movies. I, I'm just surprised that we can't make clay anymore. Yeah. On a, on a like, cause there's not that many, stop motion films using clay especially that could hold up to like to the heat and to like the, whatever they're doing for production right, but right you feel like it's 2023 we can like we can figure, figure this, out. this out right yeah. like we're about to go to the moon soon so uh and or even mars but clay is the the big one that's causing uh a big kerfuffle in hollywood or in you know animation work but i'm glad that they have proactively thought of you know stockpiling clay and having it available for for films because i think you know, claymation is a type of animation that's 
very unique and difficult to make, but when it comes out, it always looks good. And uh, I'm looking forward to many more clay films or clay face. Clay face. Clay face. <laughs> what if they uh, do? What if they make clay face stop motion in the in, Batman? In the Batman, yeah. I'm okay with that. You're okay with that. <laughs> I am okay with that. I, I wouldn't w- not want him to be not clay. anything else but clay. But clay. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Shay, how are you feeling about all this? I'm feeling good. I mean, it was like one day of like, oh my god, and then the other day was like, okay, never mind, we're good. Yeah. So yeah. It, it was. I just it felt like one of those articles that was very clickbait in the sense of like, oh my god, this was happening, and then like they're like, no, 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 relax. We're, we're okay. We're okay. I, I also, I mean, no, I don't watch as many claymation based uh, films as as maybe the next person, um, but I just want people that do love it to still get the opportunity to watch it. Yeah. I want people that make it to still get the opportunity to make it. So. I'm glad that it's resolved. I'm glad that uh, they have the clay. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. it's, it's funny, right? Because like like you said, Anthony, it's like okay, in 2023, like even with this production shutting down, you would hope that there'd be somebody out there who can do whatever you know I, I recipe like, they it, had it, to do it. Right? It cannot be that difficult right. to have clay manufactured. Yeah, especially because wonder, there's not a lot of claymation films. So when it does come out, like, because but I think it takes that's, so long, that's why, right? I think the fact that there's not that many films and also not that much of a demand for those many films. I'm not saying that there isn't demand. I'm just saying you might be living in a bit of a bubble if you think that it's a widespread demand of, of movies like that. I think people want movies, but I don't know if everyone's going out there and saying, we want more Wallace and Gromit movies. And I would love for that to be the case, but I don't think that the general populace out there is is clamoring for that. So you got to wonder, like, if you look at it from a business standpoint, you know, does it justify the means? Mm-hmm. How much was Armand well, I think, say, keeping this uh, this uh, company afloat, right? right? With all the clay they're buying. Right. I'm curious. Maybe I'm that's curious. his right? business then. So they literally just were just like, making it. we're just going to buy you guys out and then yeah. we'll see what goes from there. Uh, last up on the major news this week, The Last of Us Part 2 Remastered is coming to PlayStation 5 on January 19th, 2024. That sounds so far away, but it's not. We're less than two months away. <laughs> um, this is coming right from the PlayStation blog. Whether you've played uh, or even platinum The Last of Us 2 on PlayStation 4 or have recently jumped to The Last of Us Part 1 on PS5 and want to continue with the story, Part 2 Remastered will offer plenty of reasons for new and returning players to revisit a story that means so much for the studio. So there's a lot coming with this improvements. Uh, we're not going to go beat by beat what is coming with this new version. Just know that you are getting um, a guitar free play mode, which sounds really cool. Uh, the lost levels, which aren't really complete levels, but they are these areas that they created for players to explore and see what they actually, you know, what we're going to do there. Uh, we have a uh, director's commentary across the campaign's cutscenes, which is cool because not a lot of studios or game studios include commentary. No, some, so you, cool. You, <clears throat> when they do happen, I remember like Left for Dead had it where you could play the game and there were these little like nodes that you would walk up to. And then the, the the zombies wouldn't attack you, but you'd basically be like God mode, and you could hear the developers talking about what they did that's in the scene. Cool. And I, and I want to see more games do that. Yeah. I think that's really really cool. Um, and obviously, you know, 4K enhanced fidelity mode, all of that fun stuff. But what's really cool is that we're getting something called No Return, which is like a roguelike survival mode where the, the we already know how good the mechanics feel of The Last of Us Part Two. So to have a mode where you could just have endless infected and hopefully human players coming and you could just take them down um stealth or loud or whatever and you could have different characters you play on play as i mean i think that's really cool and that's really fun and something to to be excited about early next year for us to uh start uh, talking about and playing and getting the last of us train rolling i'm so excited i can't wait i mean i love the last of us part two um 
We're gonna get a lot of hate for a lot of stuff. We call oh, man, this, this, this week, episode eh? is gonna get people. This is a controversial fire. episode. Well, like, go ahead, Chad. No, I'm just gonna say like, I'm so excited. I can't wait to play it. I'm not like super excited. Like the oh, okay. game, the Anthony's sequel was okay. So when I see this remaster, I just I there's nothing of value to me right now to be like, hey, I need to buy this. I don't know how much the cost $10. is. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Yeah. Which is not a, a huge. No, like, you're not breaking the bank. It's not like remaster no. one, which was a full game price. Yeah. So. Sure, it's 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 not the most expensive, but also I'm not like oh my gosh because you game, have access to it too. Right? The second one was so well done, and I I was trying to think like man, what's what what difference is it going to look like on my PS5 no, compared to not much the, because that game was fantastic. Um, but I am looking at uh, I'm more excited for like the behind the scenes and the making of these things because yeah. that's kind of like where I'm. I'm more to. excited for the load times. To be honest with you, I, I I think like loading into that game. Sometimes I'll go downstairs, make food, come back <laughs> up, and then the game is just almost done loading. Like it's the small things like that. And for ten bucks, it's quality of life. For but do me. you think like, even if for ten bucks, why don't you just? offer it when why isn't oh, this yeah, just yeah. like not a thing like why do you it. have to charge it but sure. games are expensive yeah. and, and making games are expensive and i think and i and i think we said this before on the show that the price of games for most games is undervalued yeah for for the amount of time yeah. they take the hundreds of millions of dollars that the last the last of us part two took to make um but i also think this is just playstation looking at it okay this is preservation. This is the latest system. The Last of Us is one of the biggest properties right now because we have a show. People who are watching the show want to know what comes next, maybe. So we need to have a box for them in store because now we're going after an audience who has not purchased it already. Correct. Right. So you need to have that box in store that people could pick up one and pick up two. Mm. Um, but also for 10 bucks for us, like uh, we're getting at least or at least we're getting stuff with it with the commentary the the the, the no the returns levels, the game like there's a there's a costume i noticed yes, Ellie costumes, was there's in costumes a, there's a lot of costumes yeah a spacesuit at one point which is cool yeah yeah um, no return is what it's called yeah. i would love if they like somehow sneaked in something that alludes to the next game you never know right you, know. you know that that's something that stay tuned i would love to see in a game especially if i'm paying 10 bucks like give me something give yeah. me something to continue wanting to be in this world in this world 100 because sure the the survive and endure mode of, of that game is going to be cool but i need as someone who wants to is excited for whatever else the is story to come, yeah give me something yeah. give me you know a minute of something that leads to <laughs> the third yeah because if it's if it's a remaster maybe we get like an after credit sequence hey you know you, you never know i mean like i think next year we will hear what is coming next for the last of us we'll, we'll definitely have this game we know season two of the hbo show will be in 2025 yeah so i wouldn't be surprised if next year obviously we have to hear about factions What's coming with that? Yeah. I don't know. Factions will come out next year because we heard last we really heard that there's going to be going back to the drawing board for some stuff. A lot of misinformation out there or information. Uh, just that's a lot a, out there. That's a problem with these games. They and we don't see a lot in Hollywood because you know we get behind the scenes footage or we get someone who's like some random dude sh using their phone to capture uh, yeah. someone acting. Yeah. With video games, and yes, they do take a long time. The studios do not set themselves up for success. And promoting the game as it's about as it's going through development as it's going through because we 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 got um the suicide squad right which is a game that's not going to come out till next year but slowly we're getting yeah tidbits of what this game is about which i love because it psychs you yeah. up and it gets you excited 
I don't like being in a spot where I'm guessing for four years. I think, and I, it gets me frustrated. And and that's not my fault. No, because no. you made the fucking game. You made me. But, like but, this. but are you? I'm not. I am not. <laughs> you made this, me crazy. Yeah, you made me this. <laughs> but way. are you? Sorry, I, I just want to confirm. So, if, so if I want to know. Be a Last of Us three. Okay. Give me something now okay. as you go and you have the fucking <laughs> show come out, which is gonna come out. Give me something. Don't spawn it on me saying, "Here's a trailer at Game Awards," and and never come back to it. Like there's a Captain uh, Captain America game with Black Panther that was announced last year. Yeah, give me. They, they, I know you have something to show. Show it to me, man. <laughs> but, but but that's the thing, right? Like oh, game development is very interesting that way. Where even you're you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, because you'll get like less. For example, The Last of Us Part Two was announced at PSX in 2016. That game didn't come out until June 2020. That's a long time. That's a long time. You guys are complaining about this. Talk about GTA 6 for a second. GTA 6, we're going to be... So here's the thing. (laughs) By the next time we have an episode of the movie podcast... Fingers we crossed. most likely will have seen footage of GTA 6. In-game yeah. footage or just in ga- a cinematic? It has, no, it ha- it's going to be in-game. It's going to be in-game. It has to be, right? But isn't that crazy that we're in a time right now? This is the last... So the movie podcast started almost five years ago. Yeah. And when that show started, we're probably just like, we're probably going to get GTA 6 soon, right? Oh my God. But now it's like, we are literally going to get GTA 6 most likely next week or before we record well, our next episode. A, a release of it, not not the game. A trailer. Uh, yeah, no, the, trailer. The, the trailer, the yeah, reveal yeah, trailer. Yeah. But yeah, Last of Us January, we're looking forward to seeing that and hopefully to see what's next because we are really hoping for Last of Us Part 3. We really are. Let's get some quick updates. Superman Legacy adds Skylar Gazondo who, as Jimmy Olsen, who I think is the most perfect casting we've gotten as a uh, as a uh, Jimmy Olsen, and I think people have been fan casting him for a very long time. And Sarah Sampao as Eve Tessmacher, who is a character who is was introduced in the Christopher Reeve um Superman film. She was like Lex's kind of like right hand woman. Mm. And now it's cool to see that she's gonna be coming back in um in James Gunn's Superman Legacy. Uh Dave Filoni has been promoted to Lucasfilm's chief creative and I, and officer. I guess, I guess we haven't really talked about it. Uh, Nicholas Holt is Oh Lex. my God! Nicholas Holt is Lex Luthor. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. a big. That's, a, that's, a big that's how much. That's how much. Like the 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 news of Scream Seven really do, through the week. Yeah, like, yeah it just yeah. took over. People the week. forgot about that. Oh my <laughs> God! Nicholas Holt is Lex Luthor. Yeah, that's huge. wow. Yeah, great casting. Great casting. Okay, yeah, it's it's. I'm good. I'm happy for him because you know his. He's now become Lex Luthor. You yeah, live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Exactly. 100%. He's that missed out on either. so many roles. Yeah. <laughs> and like Mission Impossible, Superman, yeah. Batman, and so many other things. And like now he, that he, the great ended. After he's, the menu, he's, he gives me the vibe of being that, you know, maniacal villain. Like I see it. Yeah. It's his heart shaped face. Heart shaped face? Because <laughs> when you look at his face, he has like a, like his head goes big, like the top of his head, but his chin gets really small. So yeah. he has like this. Kind of like this. He's gonna look good, balls. A heart shaped face. So he has a heart shaped face. He has, right. and he also is very baby face too. Like yeah, it's hard. And he has he's he's a good looking man. So yeah. you kind of you see the Lex. Yeah, for sure. But sometimes you don't because you have the big eyes. So I'm looking forward to you know what he looks like without hair, or if they even. <laughs> well, he was in, in Mad Max. He had no hair. Yeah, but he kept spraying stuff in his face. <laughs> spray paint? Damn spray in the face. He kept yelling Valhalla and I'm like It's a beautiful day. <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely day. Um what's great too is that like this is the first time that we're getting oh god, I just realized that David Cornsweet's younger than me and I just want to fucking die. He's younger than you? He's younger than me. He's born July eighth, nineteen ninety-three. So what does that mean, Daniel? Uh, like I don't like being older than Superman. I don't like being older than well, Superman. Eventually it's gonna happen. Yeah, but 
I didn't know it was going to be now. <laughs> wow. Um, but it's what what I was going to say is that I like that Nicholas Holt and David Cornsweet are similar ages. Like they're only a few years apart. Yeah, eighty nine and ninety three. You know, so it's like it's nice to have a Superman and Lex that are, you know, around the same age of each other. Yeah. So I yeah, think they he's can not have, like super old. Yeah, Gene Hackman. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, he's a super not, old man. Not, not, not to say, but he lo- he presented himself, he presented as himself as an older, older man. Yes. Um, you look at like even in the comics, you all, I always just saw them as like the same age, but they were adults. But these are two younger, up and coming, yeah, people, right? Um, so I think it's it's really cool to see that. How old, is, if you don't mind searching up, Shay, because you have the laptop open. I didn't have open. Jesse Eisenberg. How old is he when Man of Steel came out? Or sorry, when um, the Batman vs Superman came out, twenty sixteen. Yeah, uh, I'll keep taking. Okay, a look so there. we're gonna yeah. take a look there. But like, it's I think it's great casting. Um, everything about Superman Legacy right now is like yes, 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 yes. Is it going to do what it needs to do when it comes out? That's when we're going to find out. But to have James Gunn, to have the cast that it has right now. Oh, similar age, 33. He was 33? Yeah. And then Henry Cavill was around uh, probably in his 30s. Yeah. But Henry Cavill always looked so like just older. physically different yeah. than from them, right? Henry Cavill always looked older, even though he was in his 30s, right? Yeah. Which is which is funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see how this all turns out. And uh, that was it. Yeah, Dave Filoni is a uh, chief creative officer now at uh, Lucasfilm. And Jackie Chan and Ralph Macchio are teaming up for a new Karate Kid film. That's uh, cool. I, we know Cobra Kai has been really popular. It's, yeah. And the Cobra Kai team is going to be looking over the scripts for the film. But uh, yeah, it's interesting to see that they're bridging, you know, the original Karate Kid films and now like the Jaden um, Smith ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I've only seen the Jaden Smith one maybe once or twice when it came out. Yeah, I think I've seen it like once. Did, uh, were there, was Ralph Macho in it or was, and was there any ties to I have the no grander idea. Karate Kid universe? I don't know. Let us know I, if we I, missed I, that. I thought, like, no offense. I thought I don't it was really a know remake. Like, oh, here's Karate like a, a, Kid 2000. 100%. Right? Yeah, yeah I thought that too. Karate I, Kid 2000 sounds like a dope movie though, right? <laughs> yeah, you throw 2000 at the end of any film? Yeah. Pokemon 2000? But what's so crazy is just, you know, Karate Kid as a franchise in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. I would never have called that. This is because it's like an 80s franchise. Yeah, like it just worked out that time. Now. Nostalgia's in. But, but then but you, you had think Cobra like, Kai I, that made it yeah. huge and successful. And now here we got another movie coming out. It's come back again. And, and, and you wonder though, because it's like the when Karate Kid came out, and I don't know how it did out of the box office. Um, when Karate Kid came out, uh, we weren't in that 80s nostalgia yet where Stranger Things really brought like that 80s nostalgia like popular again with Stranger Things. It's uh, Ghostbusters. Everything was coming out. Uh, everything that like Finn it, Wolfhard it was well. into. Yeah. What so was Karate it? Kid had a budget of 40 million and worldwide it made 359. Million. Wow. It killed it. It wow. did really, really well. Yeah, it did really well. It opened, it, its domestic opening was 55 Again, million. this was a time when... 2006? Movie- 10. Ten. Oh, 2010? Yeah. Oh wow. my God. Oh, sorry. I thought this was... I thought you were looking up the 80s version. Oh, oh the, I can you look at the old I, 80s version? Yeah, look, I, I was talking about the Jane Smith one, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, curious, looking, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. curious what the 80s one did. The 80s one, 84, uh, it it made 91 million. I don't know what budget on the I can't, I'm trying to see the budget. Yeah, right there's now. no way it's gonna be. What budget? It's five million dollar budget. Five hundred thousand. Five hundred thousand dollar budget. The, the domestic opening was five million though. So I'll, I'll try. I'll see if I can find yeah, our, the our perception is so skewed now throughout time, which is good. I what? think ninety one million for a movie like that is good. Good. Oh my god! Budget. The yeah. budget for the first Karate Kid film was wow, one hundred and twenty seven million. What? what? I'm just kidding. I'm just well, kidding. It was a bomb. The, the budget was eight million. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay, so okay. it did really well, especially yeah, really well. considering back then marketing costs were not 
anywhere near what they were. No, no they are pamphlets in the in the school. <laughs> <Yeah. there. laughs> Literally, they, yeah. they printed. Do you want to watch a flyer? They, they, they printed you, a couple posters. You know, like when you, you rip the tab at the bottom, like call this number. It was like yeah. go buy a ticket. Yeah. Do you guys <laughs> remember going to the newspaper to watch and see Showtime? Showtime, all the and time. movie phone all the time. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I would I would look at Showtime's all the time, in the, and I think they're still they're they're still printed in the paper. Maybe really what the hell's the paper sorry what the hell's paper <laughs> i think they are like still Toronto Sun? i think so i, I star know. i have not read these papers. Uh, next time years. i find a paper i'm gonna look i would go to the newspaper and you would see like the poster because it would uh, do the poster yeah and they would have like a section where all they had all the movie posters and then the next page would be the yeah. times yeah and you would like figure it out yeah what a crazy time to watch a film like that's that's an unlocked memory that i just Again, I used to call all the time to see like what movies and what time they're playing, and I'd wait for that robot to stop saying the times. Yeah, I never like I got movie phone later on. It, like I was a teenager when it was happening, right. so I never used it as much because at that point there was a theater really close to me. Right, so you just I would go just there? go there. But like going to a newspaper and looking up times yeah. for a film, like That's I remember crazy. looking up the times for the mass. I remember tribute.ca Tribute.ca, yeah. And I'd use that all the time. Yeah, yeah. To find out time. Because here in Canada, we'd go to like movietickets.com. Movietickets.com. You know, because you'd get a, like, that was before Soplex had their own thing. Go to movietickets.com to buy your thing before the show time, yeah. you know, like, yeah. it'd be yeah, so fun yeah, to see. Yeah. Um, so according to a post, again, this is in the States. I, I'm not too sure how it is in Canada here, but um, there was a AMC spokesperson, this is from 2009, said that daily movie listings are expensive and theater chain believes that the money would be better spent promoting its value programs to other theater events. Uh, yeah, this is from September 9th, 2009. Um, wow. But I'm curious if any papers still print showtimes. Well, we'll have to go buy one and check it out. We really do. <laughs> I don't want to go buy a newspaper, though. Yeah, we <laughs> really do. 2023. Well, we could, we could like go to the convenience we'll store, it. look at it. We'll, exp- we'll, write we'll it expense it off. We'll expense a dollar fifty. Are they that cheap now still? Or expensive? I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Know. <laughs> is that How much is anything? What is, <laughs> what's money? What is the cost of something? Dude, yeah. yeah, well you remember you sent me a post yesterday the other day. It's like here's rent for five thousand dollars. Yeah. I was like, this seems like a lot. A sublit yeah. plate. I'm like, that's a lot of money. That's, that's a, lot a lot of money. money man. Man. What what job do I have to have? I, from, to to live. O- October seventh, twenty twenty. How much is the cost of a newspaper in Canada? And somebody put the lowest price of a weekday edition is two dollars and thirty eight cents, and the larger cost on the weekends is three dollars and thirty three cents. Again, this is this is twenty twenty. This is also uh, in Vancouver, so it's probably around the same cost. I'd say okay. here. So this is what we'll do tomorrow because we have a screening. When we're out and about, we'll go to. Where do you find it? M- probably maybe Indigo. I don't know. Does Indigo sell newspapers? <laughs> no, just go to the convenience, convenience store. store. We're in convenience? Toronto. Convenience? Oh my god! Yeah, the news. So, you know, it's another weird thing. I was trying to find a copy of Variety because I wanted the yeah the the cover with Nolan and the Oppenheimer yeah, on it. You got to go to airport to buy those. Yeah, or Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> I'm like, no. I went to Shoppers Drug Mart. I went to Indigo. No one carries them. No. So really? maybe you gotta I, go to an airport. I, I you got to be on a flight. You got to. I got to be going on a flight, or I have to be in like I have to be you know those like the newsstands out like that you always see in movies that it's like rain like yeah give me that one hey, yeah, give, me, give me a coffee and give me the Hollywood border you know like okay uh, Dan you'll see you tomorrow you'll see you tomorrow man yeah yeah <laughs> oh, you know my name <laughs> first time here <laughs> you know I was like yeah it's behind the copy of uh sexy elephants today I'm like what oh, the fuck oh, does that mean oh, oh, you know you know oh, there's oh, always oh, wait you know what's going on here there's a are we talking question? about porn yeah, no, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> elephants but you know but, but I, I knew Daniel listen listen I knew Daniel I knew I knew his mic looked like a trunk for a 
talking. He kept talking. He kept, he kept going. <laughs> that explains the elephant toys you have in the gym, yeah. too. Dumbo? Why Dumbo. is there a big picture? He also went to go watch the new Dumbo movie. Okay, it's not the new Dumbo movie. It's like four or five years old at this point. That's I would so know because I love elephants. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we need some lightness. We're gonna, we do. We know we do. Yeah. We hope African yeah. safari. <laughs> <laughs> so, seasons pass. Uh, Speaking away from the elephant chamber. <laughs> Speaking, of, they already know him. It's like, oh shit, it's Daniel. Oh, Daniel. Daniel, Daniel, it's only here tomorrow. It's only here tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Speaking of money, though, because we're not talking about elephants anymore. Speaking of money. Uh, let's talk about the Thanksgiving box office. Oh, buddy. Cha-ching. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> 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 that was my elephant noise. Oh, buddy. It's uh, It's been an interesting uh, Thanksgiving box <clears throat> office. We have reviews out, first of all, for all three of these movies. We sure do. We sure do. At number three, this weekend, I guess you could say, kind of starts on Wednesdays when they pretty much start the uh, yeah. the, the, the t- tallying. I love that us in Canada, we get the, the movies early too because it's yeah. American Thanksgiving. Sure, why We're not? Like, oh, like I'm going to we'll go see it. Wish Tuesday night because it was technically the night before it opened because oh, wow. that's how and I'm like, oh, it's Tuesday pricing. Yeah, that's why crazy. not? Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, Wish opened to about 19.5 million for its opening weekend for a five-day week for a five-day opening right just for the for the for the three for the three day i guess but uh for the five day it was 31 million okay okay yeah woof and worldwide it did about 17.3 what was woof. it was it anticipating and was just being i think in the 40s okay yeah high 40s uh, Napoleon. No, it's Wish, man, not Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon, which surprisingly did better, uh, did twenty-one million for the weekend and thirty-two point five for the week, uh, and then it did worldwide seventy-eight point eight, and then Hunger Games at number one with twenty-eight point eight million, forty-two million. Overperformed uh, this week. Overperformed. So yeah. it, it did. It did a lot better. I went to go see it again uh, with my fiance last night. Um, you love this woman, right? I love this woman, okay, and she sure. made me dislike this movie a little bit no, more. I'm kidding. I mean, like we we had our issues with it for sure. We told her, though. We told I did tell her. her. And you know what? Did the she best? not listen to the show? She doesn't listen to the show because we came out of the movie, and she's like, "Yeah, I agree with what you said." And I'm like, I "Did you though?" But you know what? The, here's the thing. I didn't go in telling her too much, and I told her not to listen to the review. So I said, she asked me, she's like, what do you think of the movie?" I'm like, "I'm not going to say too much about it. I'm just going to let you watch it and let you experience it." And then the third act started, and she looked over at me. She's like, "What movie is this now?" And I'm like the problem that i had and then we finished the film we walked out of it and i'm like this is my my issue with the film she's like oh my god you're absolutely right so i'm yeah. gonna marry you i'm gonna marry See, you here's the thing especially in 2023 it's important to listen to our reviews <laughs> <laughs> just because I agree. I our agree. economy uh, the cost save of that films, money save that money you could have saved your money buy a newspaper save you that money and buy you a, newspaper. Bought a newspaper but you know what i'm saying like you can't really take risks like you used to especially because going to a movie is going to cost so much money and to do it on a regular basis is going to be extravagant gift for yourself it's yeah. true it's important to listen to our reviews because we are doing you the due diligence of giving you exactly how you're going to feel when you come out of it because you know when napoleon wish and you know uh hunger games. hunger games we weren't the biggest fans uh even Miss Marvel, there was issues or sorry the, the marvels. marvels yeah we we had our criticisms with them right yeah we there, definitely had our criticisms like, with them do you spend the money <laughs> to go watch these things? Yeah. And at this point, this month, there really no. I'm, I'm there curious. Is, there isn't. I, don't spend your money. I'm curious because, like, you look at November films throughout history, 
is this November, not including COVID, obviously, right. going to be more or on the lower side of, you know, of November releases? Because November is a big, big movie year. release big month, 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 right? Yeah. You see, you have some of the biggest films of all time have all opened in November. November, December, that's the yeah. holiday movie season, right? Yeah. And then you have the summer months. You have May, June, July. Yeah. Those are the big months of the year. And I'm curious if this November is going to be uh, on the lower scale. Last November, we had... Wakanda Final Forever. Night, Wakanda yeah. Forever, Pearl, um, The Menu, Bones and All. Interesting. But I think Wakanda Forever definitely helped that month. Yeah, of course. It did. Yeah. And then the month after was Avatar. Avatar. I, like, December of, for us of 2023 doesn't look promising. No, you have it Aquaman, which is already trending to be low. You have Wonka, Wonka which I don't which know. Which I think Wonka will make money. I don't know if it's going to make the money they think it's going to make. The embargo, I think, opens tomorrow. The so social we'll, embargo, we'll, yeah. Yeah, social embargo opens tomorrow. So I think we'll kind of get a bit of a better idea, but I don't think people are that excited for it. But I think people are desperate for something to watch in the sense of like, well, we need something to watch in the theaters. So I think it's kind of like, you know, the lesser of two evils, what do we go with here? I think Wonka looks at least, you know, I mean, Paddington director... So yeah, I'm excited for those. Timothy reasons, Chalamet, our boy, right? Yeah, our boy. But again, the movie isn't. It's not speaking to me yet. Every time I watch a trailer, it doesn't grab me. Do you not speak Oompa Loompa? I don't. Well, they speak English. Yeah, but you need to speak in song. But though. does but mm, does this generation true. say I want to watch Wonka? Is that's this, that's the thing. But is this this generation's Wonka? Right, because you look at but do they how, want Wonka. But right. But did they want Wonka with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, right? With Johnny Depp. Wait, and did they did they want that? Because Johnny Depp was hot at that time. Exactly. Timothy Chalamet's hot at this time. But and that's the thing. It's like they're reinventing it. They're almost going but back to the level time. of hotness. Oh, for sure. But but you look at Chalamet and it's like, oh, Chalamet is like he's on fire right now, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like he has but a is huge he franchise. Box office money hot. I mean, he does pretty well, does right? Well, but I don't know if he does. Like, do Johnny Johnny Depp he's, well. he's on the, but I mean, but we're also looking at John Depp post Pirates, yes, versus that's what I mean, right? And Timothy is past post Dune, Dune right, right now, post Dune right now. Yeah. So it's like but I don't go watch at, Dune for Timothy. Exactly. I went to watch Dune for the whole. Everything, right. I went to watch Dune for Denise, if right. anything. Yes, hundred percent. But are people going? But everybody knows who Willy Wonka is, yeah. right? Because people grew up watching the Gene Wilder one, the. <laughs> the millennials like us yeah. had the Johnny Depp one. Yeah. So Wonka is an established brand and this looks a lot more faithful to the Gene Wilder one. Um, right. So that's what makes me more excited for yeah. it. But I'm also just like when I've gone so far, I'm like, I don't know if I love this yet. It's just like, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I guess I'm, I'm not, I'm not excited for it, but at the same time, I'm not, I'm not like, just, oh, we're just like, it. we'll wait and yeah, see. I'm like, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll watch it. But if I, I think, like but it, I like think it. brand awareness for Wonka is like probably the highest, the one that has the highest, Absolutely. even with Aquaman, who's like, which is crazy yeah. to say, you're telling me right now that Wonka that, is yeah. trending better than Aquaman right yeah. now, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all we got for Thanksgiving box office. That's all we got right gobble, now. Gobble. Let's get to some quick trailer. Trailer. I didn't expect to go right into the song. Oh, so, you didn't expect it? You no, know, because I was going to, I just, I did it without thinking. I also thinking. didn't expect it either, though. Uh, but yeah, really quickly, we had Aquaman in the Last Kingdom. Speaking of Aquaman, we got that new trailer. Is it that, Last Kingdom or Lost Kingdom? The Lost Kingdom. But it is the last <laughs> yeah, of this kingdom. It is also kingdom. the Last Kingdom. Because uh, I, was, I was thinking, because in the trailer, right, it says Aquaman's were, Last Day. I thought you were trying to do like a, pl um, a play on words. We have What If Season 2, which is an interesting release strategy because it's releasing one new episode every day yeah. over the over Christmas. Yeah. Uh, we had Madam Web and Anyone But You. So Sydney Sweeney's having um, some some time in the trailer spotlight right now. He's Sony's girl right now. Um, Madam Web uh, had a huge uh, 
<laughs> moments on social media <laughs> with uh you know my mom my was mom, in, was my mom in, amazon. The, in the amazon when the spiders killed her or some what did she say some something researching spiders yeah something like well, she's researching something right yeah i think he killed her or something like the spiders killed something, her something something killed her yeah so it was uh anything anything here that you guys want to talk about i want to talk about madam web because man that was a funny funny trailer that's not a trailer that's all. a trailer from a different time though not what i expected you know what at I mean? all it reminded me of like final destination like early 2000s like yeah like those kind of movies that you're like what is going on mm -hmm. i honestly and i think the what bothers me about this the most is they don't get their suits until like the end of this trailer and all i can think of is they probably won't get their suits until the end of this movie they won't get to the end of the movie or it's going to be in a weird like look Touchy. at yourself in a multiverse version of you yeah. you know what i mean so i don't understand what this movie is or who it's for yeah Anthony, any thoughts on anyone all, but you? All these trailers are awful. <laughs> there you go. They're not like they're not. They're exciting not great me. trailers. Madam Web just feels like it was done in a different time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Aquaman. I I like the first trailer. Like I thought it kind of hit me differently. This one is just like now he's a father, and you hate dads. Not that. Just <laughs> I don't know. I don't like this this vibe that they're giving. I mean, like, why vibe. does he have to be a dad? He's they're ending it, man. They're giving us Aqualad. They're probably going to have a flash forward at the end of this. I can see that. You know, and be like, oh look, we have uh, we have him here, and um, and then DC will come back to it one day as like a multiverse type. Thing. Yeah, and like oh, but it's a diff really diff uh, yeah, it's a lot going on here. And then the other trailer, what uh, if? I don't not what if. Uh, anyone you? Anyone but you? Yes, was just such a much to do about nothing film. You know, right? Like I don't know if. The world is ready for that. I don't know. They if, want. They, they, they want. They, sexy, they want a sexy romantic comedy uh, for the Christmas they? time. No, no. I'm. I'm saying that's what Sony wants. I thought that was a January film. I'm like, oh my god, no. This is December. December. It's a Christmas sex film. Yeah, which is right. You know, right up our counter programming. Right. I mean, yeah. it, it typically will do well in these seasons, right? Because people will go to the theaters. We're like, okay. I'm I don't want to sex. take my dates. I don't I guess I'll watch someone <laughs> having sex, and that's how it works. Right. Yeah. Or you'll have people who are like, okay, I'm going on a date. I don't want to go watch Aquaman because I don't want to see a million. I, I, I don't know what's going on. Why does he have a kid now? Yeah. Um, I don't want to go see Wonka because I'm going to die it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, I don't want to see a musical because Wonka is a musical. Yeah. Um, and then I'll watch the sex movie. I'll watch the sex movie. Yeah. We hopefully will enjoy the sex movie. I hope I, yeah. I hopefully will. Yeah. We'll yeah. hopefully enjoy it. Because we like Sydney Sweeney and we like Len Powell. I'm right? not a big fan of Sydney Sweeney. I think I she's you liked her on. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see, I've never seen anything of hers. She is a very one track actress like she is the same in everything she i don't does. like her acting in any of these trailers by the way like her I, that's all i've seen and her not, acting is in these trailers i didn't yeah. like it yeah, but like i hope it's, i hope it's good I, like again she's beautiful she has very you know great assets but <laughs> i don't see the performance i watched her in actually a lot of movies i think the last one i watched her in was uh h i don't know was it hbo yeah it was hbo where she played a uh, like she oh, worked this, for, this, this is the one that came out this year right yes the trailer where she's like okay. she plays FBI it's a, agent yes FBI agent she plays oh, someone who called. worked at the at a is some a sort of counterintelligence counterintelligence oh, she somehow uh, used that she she grabbed <laughs> something specific or yeah. secret and she she shared that I just for me like Dude, you're, make, you're making up a movie right her, now I've never heard of this her acting in the Madam Web trailer was definitely a lot better than in anyone but you I just I wasn't a big fan of it but I'm also I can't judge her based on that I gotta watch but when you see her what, like do you 
yeah. do you see her for acting or do you see her for I see her personality what are you we trying to talk about mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't see Out anything else this week we have chicken run dawn of the nugget <laughs> So you'll be able to check out our interview with Bella Ramsey very, very soon. It'll be out tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, November 28th. So make sure you tune in for that. It's all a silent night, which we will have a review out later this week for us. It's it's silent review, no talking that review. It's so funny that this is the second year that we have a movie that's based on silent night, based on silent night, violent night to silent night. And it's called violent night. Yeah. No, this is called silent night. Wait. Well, the other first one was Violent Night. Violent Night? Yeah. And Silent this one's Night. Silent, Silent. Yeah. It's not the same team. No, no this no, one's no. John Woo. It's John Woo. Yes, John Woo. Jay Woo. Ah, it's just Joo. funny. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> but I, man, we're getting a John Woo movie. I know. Crazy. Last John Woo I saw? Part Mission 2, I think. You see, Joel Kinnaman was saying that he tried not talking for two days. Two months. He tried, but he only lasted one day. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He wanted to talk for, he wanted to not he, talk for two months. Two, two months for the production of it, yeah. right? But he only lasted a day. I mean, yeah. I, it's hard to not talk. Imagine that he was a podcast host. Oh, man. Did you hear about John Woo saying he doesn't like superhero film? Yeah. yeah. Put him up on that, the that's all opinion, Mount yeah. Rushmore with Scorsese for that. Let, him, let, let, let everyone be. I don't care. Who I cares? Just, I just, I just it's like, so funny that that's wanna, always going to get... Like, I, I, I swear to God, people that ask these questions, wild. Like Lamb for Slaughter, you know, they're just yeah. like, we know this is going to hit. This is going to hit with somebody. Yeah, this is going to hit with an this audience. Director today. This is going to ignite every an audience. Every single director, every single director needs Super to get asked. What you know? Christopher Nolan. Nolan, Nolan, uh, I love Batman. Nolan's answer. <laughs> I know Nolan's Nolan's answer was so funny because he's like, yeah, if I talk about Batman, yeah. that's all you're gonna. That's all people want to talk and about. And then everyone proved him right. That's all that they talked about. Everyone proved him right. Uh, been watching a lot of Oppenheimer this week. So oh, just buddy, Christopher same. Nolan. Just I've watched <sighs> this 4K Blu-ray twice now. It's so good. It's so good. I watched it uh, one one and a half on 4K. Yeah, and then I watched it on Blu-ray yesterday too. Ew. And get well, I because I don't have a 4K player downstairs. That's not an excuse. But it is an excuse. <laughs> you can just transport you have your a PS5 slim. PS5. You know, no, we can't unplug this. I don't want to. Man, that sounds like. But here's the thing. It's so now. here's the small. thing. It is so small. But what I will say is that that Blu-ray looks amazing. It, it looks, doesn't look as good as the 4K though. No, nothing will. No. But it looks amazing though. Yeah. It looks so, so good. So if you want to win a copy of that, <gasps> you listening right now, make sure you enter in our giveaway. Make sure you follow us on all Kaboom. social media platforms at The Movie Podcast. We have lots of interviews and reviews coming your way. We have a, a, an a amazing runway of episodes lined up until we get to the big day. What is the big day? Christmas? December maybe twentieth maybe maybe that will be our last day. That's a big day for us. That's a good. That's a good day. To that's end. whenever whatever day before Christmas. Whenever we get our last reviews, out, like we should have all of our reviews up. Aquaman, then. Wonka, anyone but you, anyone but you. Ugh, I, so many things to edit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're we're gonna get as much as we can out for you because we want to have a little bit of a holiday break. Our gift to you is not having to listen to us for a couple of weeks. Yeah, right. Maybe, I think, maybe you'll miss us. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll be like, oh, maybe my life is better without them. <laughs> But whatever you do, make sure you write into the show. Hello at the moviepodcast.ca. If you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe on YouTube. Leave us five stars wherever you're listening. Engage with us. Like we say, a like goes a long way. So make sure whatever we're, we're putting out into the world, make sure you uh, you engage with it because it goes a long way for us. Thank you so much for listening today. We love doing main episodes and we're hopefully going to squeeze out one more before the end of the year. So stay tuned for squeeze, that. Squeeze. And so much more. That was this time with the movie podcasts. And we'll see you next.